Welcome to And It's Writing, a live stream and podcast where two writers have a few drinks and some laughs while we revise our old work or discuss writing-related topics. I'm Amy Avery. I write adult fantasy. I also self-publish under the pen name Avery Ames. What I'm working on is right now I'm taking a bit of a break because I just turned in a draft to my editor. Yay! Yay! So yeah, I'm just kind of chilling for a minute. What I'm reading is I was lucky and I got a NetGalley advanced reader copy of Painted Devils by Margaret Owen, which is the sequel to Little Thieves, which was my favorite book last year. So I'm super excited. So exciting. And I stayed up way too late reading it last night. So that was fun, but it was very good. It's very, very good. I like it a lot. Awesome. Uh, I'm DC McNaughton, fantasy, speculative, and historical fiction writer. Um... (laughs) I am currently working on a new book. It's uh, you know, I'm re, I'm redrafting a book that I wrote eight years ago. If you listen to our podcast with the guests so, uh, a few weeks back before the holidays, you heard that I was struggling with it because it's really hard rewriting something that you wrote eight years ago because you're a different person. And so I'm still struggling with that. So I'm, I'm cobbling together chapters two and three and uh, hanging in there. <laughs> you'll, you'll get there. <laughs> Also, if I sound a little weird, it's because I got bronchitis. <laughs> Yay! Yay! All right. I got time for that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I am currently reading. I started uh, the Dark Tower series by Stephen King because the first book is very achievable, and I have not been I have not been having a great time trying to finish reading books lately and this one is like really short for a Stephen King book and like it's so much shorter than like every other fantasy novel out there right now so I'm just I'm just trying to get through something like I don't even care about the content at this point I just really need to get through it because I think I need a bit of a boost yeah but yeah uh, today we will be discussing best practices when working with illustrators for cover art or swag. 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 So for for the drink, uh, <laughs> I went pretty simple this week because of the art movement in Paris back in the day. Uh, I got absinthe and I just prepared it the same way with a little sugar and some water and the absinthe brand I have is very delicious. It's St. George, but it's not very green, so I made it green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, absinthe is a bit yellow. Mm-hmm. It's a bit yellow in color. Uh, and yes, uh, have fun with that. I, I can't drink because I'm sick and everything I put in my body that's like relatively unhealthy, my body screams about. So I'm... Yeah. I'm being abstinent <laughs> with like everything and I hate it. I need my substances. <laughs> oh man, I want absinthe. <laughs> it's all right. I'll be I'll be okay. You'll make it. So today's uh today's episode's interesting, right? Cuz uh I'm kind I'm kind of an illustrator mm-hmm. in my off time and you're kind of a commissioner. Yeah, cuz I do graphic <laughs> design work. So it's not it's not the it's not yeah. quite the same, but I do work with clients to make things for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you've got you've got the more technical aspect of uh, stuff. You're you're the person who has to move a lot of things around, and I'm the person who has to repaint stuff. I have to do a lot of typography. Oh, good typography. I'm sure you have a big passion for typography. I actually do. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> I don't know what that's like. 
I don't know what that's like. I, I, I hate it. I hate typography. I hated my typography teacher. She hated me back. <laughs> it's it's a whole thing. I, it's, it's. I will look at like a sign and be like, "That's a really nice ampersand." <laughs> my God. <laughs> You gotta see, you gotta see the papyrus uh, skit by oh, yeah. Ryan. Ry, Ry, have you seen that? Yes. The Ryan Gosling SNL papyrus. Yeah, about Avatar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, look it up, everybody. It's amazing. <laughs> so, anyways, so yeah, we both kind of have a unique perspective on this as writers and people who are on the other end of the the side of things. Yeah. So, I guess the first thing is like, what things might you want to commission an artist for? And this is going to kind of vary depending on if you're doing self-publishing or traditional publishing. Because if you're doing traditional, your cover art is going to be taken care of by the publisher. But if you're self-publishing, you need everything commissioned yourself. Yeah, I know that there are like some very rare instances. Like I, you know, I uh, uh, someone at Tor reached out to me a long time ago for this like very rare instance where um, Lawrence M. Shane, who wrote the Barsk uh, series, wanted to like have some promotional stuff, like postcards to take to this convention mm-hmm. or something. And they that tour was actually handling it themselves, which was really interesting. It was like the first time anything like that had happened. Yeah. So um, it, it didn't happen because, you know, the accounting department giveth and the accounting department taketh away. <laughs> so <laughs> that never happened, uh, but it was going to. And I thought that that was really interesting because, like, you don't hear a lot about the other stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think mostly, you know, you're you're talking about covers. Yeah. And people do that. Um, a really popular one is for pre-order bonuses. So authors kind of on their own initiative will be like, if you pre-order the book and send me your receipt, I will send you a bookmark, uh, character mm-hmm. cards, stickers. Those They're usually things you can mail in an envelope, so it's a lot cheaper. <laughs> but yeah. they will usually commission those separately so that they can, like, drum up pre-orders. And that happens yeah. both with traditional and with self-publishing. So Yeah. yeah and, and I know um, Tommy Arnold, uh, the illustrator who did the... Uh, illustrations for Gideon the ninth and that mm-hmm. whole series i know that he's been releasing like a big a big print set of like the covers as the books go on and oh, that's uh, cool yeah it's really cool so you get to you know you get I, and you know Gideon the ninth that's that's traditionally published so mm-hmm. you know that the that the publisher was willing to like sort of work that in somehow i don't, I don't know any details about it but hey it worked out for both people and those fucking covers are beautiful they are so, beautiful yeah but uh yeah yeah so i guess we'll start at the beginning like let's say you're like i need some stuff illustrated how do you find somebody to do said art like where do you go looking <laughs> well i know like if you're working tradition if you're working like in traditional publishing i know um from experience that those publishing houses they have their artists set up their art directors and they have con you know they they work with certain artists like um so you're basically going to be stuck like with whoever (laughs) that art director has under their belt um probably with traditional publishing unless you have somebody in mind that maybe that art director is like oh yeah their stuff is really good um but if you're like if you're like working if you're working by yourself Oh my god, it's funny that we're talking about this now because recently <laughs> the art world has been kind of shaken up 
Yeah. You used to be able to find people on Twitter. You could find them on Instagram. You could find them just about anywhere. But like recently, um, and you know, illustrators are sort of they're changing the way they do things because you know the AI art stuff, the way that, um, you know, the way that Google is handling stuff. It's it's making people very cagey about like where they're putting their stuff, like what they're doing. Like it, it's it's a whole thing. Um, but. And it's funny because you can't really go to Google and just type in illustrators for fantasy novels or whatever. But I do know of one place uh, that you can kind of do that at, and that's ArtStation. Oh, okay. ArtStation.com. It's all one word. Um, they have like a really unique search system for people looking to hire that sort of queries the tags that artists have sort of used. And it also sort of lets you see artist's entire portfolio so you're not like on deviant art looking up vampire girls or like <laughs> you know whatever and then you get like a whole bunch of like very you know thrown together submissions by whoever art station is like pretty like solidified at this point for as like a base for portfolios so like you can kind of get a really good look at a, a body of work there but as for like it's different though, because like if you're looking for traditional artists, so there's digital artists, mm -hmm. they work with digital medium. And then there's traditional artists, they work with things like oils and, you know, acrylic and stuff. They do more almost like, so we're writers, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so, so think about literary storytelling. These uh, artists that I'm about to talk about, they're like the more like literary <laughs> artists. They're doing more, it's called um, editorial illustration. If you if you want something like that, uh, there's illustration annuals in general. If you go to Google and you type in like 2022 illustration annual um, magazines, Blue Canvas magazine is one of them. A whole bunch of magazines will pop up, and that's where you want to look for those the editorial illustrators, like because they are going to be submitting to those kind of magazines, and just like writers. Just like you or me, we we want to submit to where we want to write to. So we submit to short stories, science fiction annuals, whatever. Like that, artists do the same thing. So look for those. Don't go to DeviantArt because <laughs> you're gonna find garbage. I'm sorry to everybody who has a DeviantArt. I have one too, and I'm garbage. Okay, <laughs> Infected by Art, Spectrum Magazine. Those are a couple good annuals to start with. I think Infected by Art and Spectrum are both fantasy and blue canvas is not fantasy that's like editorial so like look for that and then buy one of those books and then decide and then reach <laughs> out to those artists and hope that they're not closed because a lot of times they're close yeah <laughs> you got to get in uh you got to get in that's that's the one thing too so yeah that was going to be our next kind of point was once you find the artist how do you approach them and you don't approach them if they say that they are closed <laughs> Well, I mean, I've been approached sometimes and I was closed and I was offered enough money that I'd just be like, yeah, like, let's talk. Okay, if you have um, an obscene amount of money. If you have an obscene amount of money and you contact them anyway <laughs> and offer said obscene amount of money. Yes. <laughs> beforehand, like, um, there's this illustrator, uh, Sam Weber. And I love his work. He has illustrated so many amazing books. Look him up. Uh, he recently did the Dune books um, for... Oh, the Folio Society edition. Oh, Folio Society books are so pretty. The Folio Society edition of Dune. 
his 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 work is really beautiful and like i know like i'm waiting to like get like my book looked at so that i can go to sam weber and be like how much money do you want because i will give it to you to to do the cover for my book (laughs) like you know like (laughs) i want that moment for me and you know a lot of artists do remain closed for good but oftentimes we don't get paid enough money as it is so if you offer us money like we will we will do it and you know it's always worth it to try. Just be really polite about it, you know. Um, find their website, send the correct contact form, and try not to look like a robot. Oh my god, because guys, we get so many robots. Like, oh, <laughs> it's so bad. It, like, there are robots out there that will like compose emails about like birthday parties, and I want to, I want to get my wife this birthday present. Will you please like take, and they're, they look like legitimate emails at first. So like whenever an artist gets an email these days, we actually have to go to Google and, and, and look for scams, um, that are related to the email that we got because robots are starting to write emails, um, that look like pretty legitimate. Um, I would start with a name, give them like an actual, like phone number not a phone number but like something to like show that you're human um like you could say i'm from this i saw you on this site or i found you here um yada 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 try to be very like i don't know try to tell us a little bit about yourself so that we can like know that you're not a scammer if you're doing it as an author you can post you can say here's my author website here's my blog here's my social media you can look up my my book stuff here so that they can be like oh this is really a person with a real book. <laughs> right. Right. And oftentimes an artist doesn't really have their rates listed. You're going to have to. I would say if you're looking to commission an artist, just knowing what illustrators charge, I'm just going to say, like, you know, look forward to spending between anywhere between $250 and $2,000 for your illustration. If you're looking at an artist that's like banger, like who has illustrated big books, like I'm talking crazy good illustrators, um, you're looking more at like three to 4K. Um, but like if you're just looking for like a, you know, an illustrator who's still up and coming and, and hasn't, you know, worked with like a lot of publishers and stuff, probably looking between like 250 to $1,000. They're not going to have that stuff listed typically. So, so just ask. And those rates are going to vary also depending on whether you're wanting like, just like a character card with a picture of the character, no background, something like that. Or if you're doing like a cover with more elements and more yeah. pieces. So, I mean, just knowing like how much stuff you want in yeah. the illustration is going to affect how how much how expensive it is yeah because that's that affects how many hours it takes <laughs> exactly and you know there's a lot of people who try to just like they think it, there's a weird site i don't remember what it's called where people actually offer their services actually i'm not even going to mention it oh i know which site you're talking it's about. a garbage site it is a garbage site we're not going to funnel traffic there <laughs> yeah we're not going to funnel traffic to this garbage site but if you go to said garbage site and you type in like that you are looking for people who want to work for under $50, yada, yada, yada. Don't be a dick. Okay. Like these people put hours into this stuff. If you want work from somebody, like you got to pay up. Like, I don't mean to be an asshole, but like there, there are people who go to this website and there are these poor people in third world countries that are working their fingers off for dimes because people are willing to go to this website and buy artwork and it's driving the 
the prices in the illustration market down, which is really bad because people need to pay their bills. You know, artists need to pay their bills. They need to pay back their college tuition and all that stuff. If you can help, don't do not support these websites because they're not good. If you're not paying mm -hmm. over $150 for a full illustration, you are wrong. You are absolutely wrong. Um, and please stop what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Please, for the love of God. I don't mean to make this like a weird, like I'm standing up for my people kind <laughs> of episode, but please stop. Please yeah. don't do that. <laughs> and if if you are like just commissioning like for fun because you want like art of your characters and you have a little bit lower budget some artists will do like sketches yeah. that are not fully finished at like a little bit lower rate they're still gonna charge <laughs> you're not yeah. you're not paying the rates from that website oh, but yeah. you can kind of find like something that's maybe a little bit less but it is going to be a sketch it's not going right. to be you know a fully painted colored full background piece but you know adjust your expectations according to your budget <laughs> Yeah, I have a I have a guy who runs a D&D &D campaign and like I'm available on his like I need stuff right away list. So like he'll he'll throw me 25 bucks and I'll draw this thing that the people in his D&D &D game have just discovered. Like I'll just sketch it for him so he has a drawing like right mm -hmm. there after their break. So that's fine, but like full paintings guys, yeah. you got to you got to pay up, you know? Especially because you know you're reproducing it, you're using it to sell your book. You want it to look good anyway. That's what you want. Mhm. Mm so Let's say, okay, you have found your illustrator, your artist, you have sent them the message, they are, they are up for your commission. What info should you have prepared for them? And like, what are they probably going, what should you ask them? And what, sh what are they going to ask you? Does that make sense? Did I say that right? <laughs> this absinthe is starting to kick in. <laughs> yeah, no, you're fine. Um, there is a lot to unpack with this one because yeah. some people don't know what they want at all and some people know exactly what they want and <laughs> you really want to be up front like when you send your first email to an artist asking if they would be willing to do work for you include that stuff in your first email like because the thing is is an artist wants to be able to be like no this one isn't for me and then just move on you don't want to be like are you up for a commission and then they'll be like they'll respond yeah, what are you looking for? It depends. So you're going to have to send that information anyway. So in your first inquiry, send that information just in general. Be like, hey, I'm, you know, I just finished my fantasy novel. I'm looking to self-publish it. I'm looking for a cover that might include some dragons, perhaps a backdrop with mountains in it or something like that. Is this something that you're interested in? If you are, can you please contact me back and we can talk in bigger details about it? Or like if you're just like, hey, or if you're contacting a graphic designer like you, mm -hmm. I imagine that looks a little different. So what does it look like when someone wants like a, a graphic design, like a like something that's very editorial? Um, it depends on sometimes they will tell us whether they want a photographic cover. In in my case, I don't do illustrations. So if they want an illustrated cover, they have to have the actual illustration and I will just do the typography layout of like the back of the book and the spine and all that stuff. But if they want like a fo photo like an edited photo, I can do those or like a kind of a basic com composition from stock photos. And we do pay for our stock photos where I work. We actually, we use, <laughs> we, we use Adobe stock for our stuff. So they're like legit rights. We're not just going out and Googling and picking some image off the internet because that's wrong and illegal. So yeah, I'll do the exact same thing. It's like, do you know what you want? I had a customer that went through 
think at the end it was like 16 complete redos of his cover. And every one, he knew exactly what he wanted. I want this eagle over this mountain and a river over here and a person standing next to the river and this thing. And I want it to be sunset and I want a cloud up here and I want the text over the cloud. And we would do that. And then he'd be like, no, wait, we're doing one that's like the night sky with like a moon and a face oh in the moon. And boy. then the <laughs> so it's just some people know exactly what they want. And some people will be like, I don't know, it's just a poetry book. And, uh, you know, here's some of the themes in it. And mm -hmm. you can kind of come up with something. Um, so it's the same thing. You got to fill out the person's like how much they know and how much they they want. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like so. Uh, yeah, that's way different. See, that's way different than like uh, looking for an actual illustrator to paint your characters, because what we'll do is we'll decide, OK, yeah, this this commission sounds right for me. You know, let's work with that. Usually at that point, an illustrator will probably ask for either a down payment or a full payment. Mm -hmm. We're different and both are fair, by the way. Mm hmm. Make sure you vet your illustrator to make sure that like the commissioners are happy. You can reach out mm -hmm. to commissioners without telling the illustrator and they'll tell you how their time was. Mm -hmm. But generally at that point, an illustrator will do something called thumbnailing where, you know, if if, if you have accepted the commission and, and this, this person is now working with you, if they've decided that, yes, they're willing to work with you on this, um, yes, dragons are their thing or no dragons are not their thing. Maybe if you say to an illustrator, hey, I've got a, I've got this whole idea and I might need you to read the book because I want you to like figure out what you want to do or maybe there's a lot of artistic freedom and maybe there's like no artistic freedom at all you're going to want to be upfront with that and your illustrator will tell you if it's okay once you get past that then your illustrator will start turning out thumbnails and thumbnails are sort of like little sketches like what it might look like and at that point then there people can be like oh I like that but you know move the bird here or put mm -hmm. the moon here like, so that's that kind of, like, we don't, yeah. uh, we don't do final products of that or like anything in color for that. We just do like little pencil mm -hmm. sketches. We do yeah. kind of do that depending on the client. If they know exactly what they want, here's my photo. I know what font I want. We'll just do kind of like the layout and send them like a low res proof. Uh, but if they are the kind of person that's like, I don't know what I want. Like I said, like the example of it's a poetry book and it's kind of got like a theme about flowers. Well, I'll come up with a few kind of floral concepts and I'll do the same thing where I like rough it out with like quickly cropping out the photo and placing it and being like, okay, well, here's some concepts. So it's kind of like a a graphic design version of a thumbnail. Um, yeah. But yeah, it does depend on the customer. And with the fees uh, are a little bit different because I'm not a freelancer. I work in-house mm -hmm. at, a, at a place that does it. So I'm paid just like an hourly rate and they charge the customer yeah. fees depending. <laughs> yeah. And see, that's the weird thing about um, illustrators. Some illustrators charge by the image or some charge by the amount of characters in there, or some just are very arbitrary, like depending on what they do. And like, for instance, if you came up to me and you wanted me to draw a dragon, um, I would charge less for drawing a dragon than I would charge for drawing a centipede because I hate drawing centipedes. So some, <laughs> like some artists will literally charge more for just drawing things that they don't like to draw. It's the, the PETA charge, the PITA charge, which yeah. it's it's kind of a little bit different than the person because the PITA is pain in the ass charge, which usually refers to like the customer who's just extremely needy. But it can also be the, I just don't want to do this one. So I'm going to make uh -huh. you pay more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, for real. Like, and I, I know for me personally, um, I have dropped my prices so much when someone has come to me like will you draw a scrawny old man vampire who's very <laughs> handsome and has black hair and i'm like 
Yes. Yes. I don't care what your budget is. I'm doing this. Like, and I'll just do it. Like, I don't even care. Like, if you're going to give me an opportunity to, like, draw something that I really love, I will sometimes, like, I, I will eat a lot of that labor. <laughs> like, a lot. You know, because, like, artists, we get we get commissioned for things we hate so often and, and yes, we will charge extra. <laughs> um, so, and I think that that part of like looking for an illustrator um, when you're in your search, when you're in artstation.com looking for an illustrator, wherever it is you're looking, look for people who have done stuff like what you want, because then the artist is going to be a lot more mm-hmm. open. Um, there was nothing I hated more than someone coming up to me and being like, Hey, will you draw my Zoid character? <laughs> And I'm like, dude, I get it. But like, when was the last time you saw me draw a robot? Because I don't draw them and I hate you right now. Like, yeah, I'll do it. But you're paying me like $3,000 for it. I hope you're happy. Like, and, and I'll just be miserable. Like, so definitely find someone who looks like they're up your alley and be very, very forward with what you were looking for, because otherwise you're just going to have a bad time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's kind of telling them what, like the things you need to be communicating to them what are they probably going to ask you the illustrators yeah. what are they going to ask the, you? what are, what are the, yeah what are the illustrators going to ask the author i was i was kind of thinking more like along the business side of things like, yeah um, like what is the business part of the communication going to entail besides just the creative side of it the biggest questions the biggest one is time frame time frame can actually affect the amount of money that they charge so what is your time frame you know if it's if it's a year it's probably going to be okay. If it's like two weeks, you're, you're cutting it close, you know, that kind of stuff. You're probably going to end up paying a bunch of, you know, they'll ask you what you're using to pay things. Like, are you using PayPal? Cause there's like a whole big thing about PayPal. And then there's like a whole bunch of other ones. And, uh, so that sort of stuff will be important. I think recently people have started to ask, I think Russia has been, a is it's been hard to do business with people in Russia. Um, so a Russian artist, which there are many of, and they are awesome. They will ask you to make amends because they can't use PayPal in Russia right now. Just little stuff like that. So payment methods are a big thing. They're not trying to scam you. They're just trying to get around the fact that some countries are dicks. And they'll ask you for reference images um, if you do have characters in your piece. Like if, if you do have human characters they'll ask for like you know clothing reference like do you have a face like i i i you know i've done work with you Mm -hmm. i asked for you to send me like a uh some images of like some actors you might have imagined in in the characters bodies or whatever yeah and i sent like clothing references to i'm actually looking at it it's like above my computer right now Yeah, it's a, you know, so there's a lot of references it'll be asked for. And sometimes, you know, if you want the, for instance, when Tor worked with me, they were very straight up. They were like, we want you to read this book, at least half of it, and then we will let you know what we want. So I read half of the book because they sent me a, a copy before it was released, obviously, and I read half of it. And then my basic questions to them were like, did you have a specific look you wanted this to have? Like, how are we setting this up? Because they wanted like bookmarks and things like that. They wanted like swag. Oh. So that was a little different. So, you know, there's can be a lot, there can be so many different questions, but the biggest ones are going to be time frame references, um, payment. 
Yeah. And oh, also, sometimes an artist will ask, and if they don't ask, you can ask them. An artist will ask how much you want to be involved. So, like, if you, some people want to see the thumbnails and then they want to see like a few steps, like works in progress, like along the way. I've had commissioners who do not want to see it until it's done. They're just like, you know what? Just, just paint it and I'll be happy with it. So, you're going to want to be pretty forward with your artist right off the get go, like how how picky you are and like how many steps you want to see the artist may charge more or less for that. Sometimes the artist will ask you first, let them ask you first. And if they don't ask about it, you can reach out and ask them on um, what their process is like. Cause you know, depending on the artist, they may or may not like have done enough work to have like a set way that they do things yet. But yeah, I think those are the biggest things that you should be expected to, to be asked. And another one I, I wanted to mention is the rights and making sure you know what rights you have to that work. Like, do you have, like, if you get a cover art piece design, do you have the right to produce bookmarks, et cetera, with this, you know, is this, or do you have a license to mm. use it on your website? Find out what those things are, because that, in my experience with, with some of the design stuff I do, it does kind of depend, it does affect the price. Yes. Um, if you want more rights to the piece. <laughs> yeah. So I've been through this as well. Typically when someone commissions me, like it's a, just the, the base commission, usually at that point I have rights to it and they have rights to it. So they can mm -hmm. reprint it as much as they want. They can put it on all their book. They, they pay for the piece and then they can do what they want with the piece. Mm -hmm. They just can't let anybody else do what they want with the piece, just mm -hmm. them. So at that point they can take the piece, you know, for instance, I don't care if someone crops something out of a painting I've done and puts it on something. So long as it's them that it's them that's doing it, I don't care. Some artists care. You'll want to ask. But so and then I can sell prints of it. I can I can make limited edition whatever's of it. I can do what I want with it. If you're the kind of person who wants to be the only one who's allowed, you want to you want to sell prints yourself. You want to be the only one who ever gets to print this thing. Um, and you want to make extra money on it, you are going to be charged for it. Because the thing yeah. is, is a, an illustrator makes a lot of their money uh, that they don't charge you on the prints itself. Mm -hmm. So like the moment that you're like, I want all rights, that you're going to see a big shoot up in money, big fast, at least $2,000 for all mm -hmm. rights. Sometimes like when someone wants all rights for me, it's 5,000. They, they have to pay up for that sometimes. So let's say you're commissioning a traditional artist who works in oils. They will keep the oil painting. You do not mm -hmm. get the oil painting unless you say, I want that oil painting. How much for it? Yeah. I know a lot of authors that never, ever see their oil paintings that get done like of their stuff if they work with tour or whatever they don't get it say about the oil paintings where the original goes they don't get that um and they probably have to fight the editor or the art director or somebody else for it and like it's it's going to become an auction real fast the the oil painting belongs to the artist if you are you know if it's traditional um sometimes you can work out a thing with them like hey if i pay you an extra 50 $1,500. Can I have the original piece? Sometimes they'll ask for more. The oil paintings by good artists, they can sell from anywhere between $1,500 and $7,000 easy. So yeah, it's just that sort of stuff. Again, it's just a communication thing. We're independent workers. We need to be communicated with. If you want something like that, you tell us from the get-go and we'll tell you, you know? So how soon ahead of time should you start looking and you kind of touched on this with how the turnaround time is going to affect your rate. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, every once in a while, I love a good quick turnaround. Two weeks, I get an extra $1,200 for having to spit it out as fast as possible. But I do, I would say at least two months. Like, don't like start looking for an artist a week before you're going to put the book out. That's silly. Um, give yourself some time and give the artist some time. You're going to get a better result that way. Anywhere between two months and a year is good. There are artists that can work at a very fast turnaround. We're very good at this. This is our job. Yeah. <laughs> so they can do it. And a lot of times one artist will fall through and another artist will have to pick it up and do it in less than a week. <laughs> so like it varies. It just really depends on like how much you want to spend, how much you want to be involved in the process. Because like, for instance, if it's a quick turnaround, like a week, I can guarantee that the amount you are involved in the process is going to suffer greatly mm-hmm. because there will not be time for emails back and forth. You'll just have to deal with it. <laughs> you dug that grave, you lie in it. <laughs> <laughs> that is something to touch on, that if you have a longer turnaround time, there is more time to do tweaks or revisions, depending on how that process goes through the thumbnails and the sketches and all of that stuff. That gives you a little more time yeah. to to do that back and forth. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't step on your own feet here. Like, give yourself some time. And if you don't, then just pay for it, please. You know? <laughs> I mean, where I work, we do that too. There's a rush fee. Yep. If you want it, you know, we have standard turns. And if you want it faster than that, we can do it, but you can yep. pay for yep. it. Yep. <laughs> the thing is, is like, you know, the thing that I notice the most is just people don't treat artists like they're, it's their job. They treat it like it's a, it's a hobby mm-hmm. and like that it's just a, something that they can shit out. But I can guarantee you that every artist I know, you know, they've been through the schooling, they've trained themselves, not, not even like, school school but schooling themselves it requires a lot of discipline it requires a lot of time you gotta pay somebody for that like really pay them uh (laughs) you know i just completely lost my train of thought there goes the train goodbye goodbye Goodbye, train choo 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 -choo. (laughs) it's the absence it's making you see the green fairy it it is (laughs) so uh let's say you're that person um that wrote a kid's book and you're looking for somebody to illustrate it there are many of you first of all i want to say uh get in line (laughs) make sure to reach out to your artist very early because this is very common um because a lot of people have these like ideas like that they want they want their kids kids books Mm -hmm. to be and then they they don't have any drawing skills so of course they have to reach out you will generally be charged per illustration usually the illustrator will probably give you a little bit of a discount for the fact that you know you're 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 basically commissioning them per page bulk discount (laughs) yeah yeah the bulk discount you must know that not every illustrator is going to be game for this because the thing is is this sort of thing is very personal and you have to find an editorial illustrator that is like into the idea who is okay with doing a whole book. Cause that might be a year long job for them. Like, you know, like that's, yeah. that's a big deal. So you have to make sure that you're ready. So be upfront. If you're, if you're contacting an artist and I didn't even think about this when I answered all the other questions, but like if yeah. you are writing a 24 page children's book or whatever, you need to like be upfront with that. Hey, I'm working on a 24 page children's book. I need someone to do every illustration. Some artists will like be like super excited by that because they're like, that's a lot mm-hmm. of money. And so be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> and typically like I, and you know, I haven't actually done this. It's funny because Matt has done this and I don't know how much they credit him like on the front cover and stuff. 
I've seen some illustrators be like, I want to be involved on the cover. And some illustrators don't want to be on involved on like by so-and-so and so-and-so. Like one will be the artist, one will be the writer. I have seen it done both ways where it's just the writer and not the illustrator. You got to be clear about that stuff. Know that the artist is not going to distribute for you unless that they, unless you guys start communicating and the artist gets really excited about it. And they're like, oh, yeah, I can take this to conventions or whatever. Like, make sure that you have that discourse because that's a big discourse. That's mm-hmm. a lot to unpack. And definitely be very, very open about it and prepare to pay like 100 bucks at least per page, if yeah. not $250 per page, you know, and depending on if you want like full backgrounds, then you might be paying like $700 a page. Like you got to be very uh, open with this stuff. Yeah, completely forgot to mention that. Uh, that is a thing. And you can absolutely reach out to artists to try to get them to collaborate with you. You know, you're just paying their salary for a year. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, usually the ones that are doing children's illustration will have that in their portfolio, that that's a style that they do. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I know some, the the two people that I know who have illustrated children's books or like books for young readers, those artists didn't do illustrations for young readers before and they had a blast with the projects. They got paid a lot of money for them. And then they like, they put that book on their, like in their portfolio and stuff. And like, it's really cool for them. So like, don't be intimidated to approach an artist just because you have a big project like that, because some artists really like it and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, you're going to have a lot of communication to do. So don't expect to just show up and not communicate or boss this person around. Like, you know, you're their boss because in in reality, you're a (laughs) collaborator, right? So you're working together. And speaking of collaboration, we did have a comment in chat that said, uh, speaking of cover credit, when you do your cover reveal or whenever you share your merch or swag designs, credit your artist, please. Yes. Yeah, there's a whole, I wrote, I wrote this like journal entry about this once. Actually, we should probably put it up on the website if we don't have it up there already about crediting um, illustrators. People love to do this thing where they just, they'll post, uh, you know, they'll post their book and be like, oh, it's coming out or whatever. And, and go get it and just, you know if the if the cover is in the limelight throw a bone to your to your to your artist um because we don't get enough views and we have to fight to the death on Instagram for likes and stuff so like we are like and we will we will repay you by touting your book around so like you know give us shout outs we'll shout out back you know be kind to your artists um let people know who did them even if like so like let's say you make a promotional post on twitter if twitter isn't completely dead you make a promotional post you don't (laughs) want to put the artist information in the promotional post because it's a promotional post that's fine but make it a comment right underneath of it crediting the artist like if you can't fit that information into the um the promotional post itself just like comment underneath of it and be like hey also if you're looking for the cover artist it's this person put it in a comment and then also put it in the alt text because now twitter lets you put like the alternative text for um accessibility it's like kind of hidden text what the fuck i don't know i've never heard about that i'm grandpa i don't know what you're talking about if there's a little button that says like add alt text and under the edit image button and what it does is it's for people who use screen readers so if you're if you're posting like a picture of your tea, you can just be like a photo of a mug of tea on a table. And it's just so that people who are using screen readers who have like visibility issues can know what the picture is of. So if you're if you have an illustrator, you can put them in the in the comments so that most people can see it, but then also in the alt text an, an illustration by 
illustrator name of what the illustration is in that alt alternate text oh cool i didn't i didn't know that was a thing huh so yeah so credit them we also mentioned maybe oh and somebody said in the chat that there's also um like pop-up books and that is a whole different skill set you're probably going to want to search whoa i can't speak on that one i don't know yeah you're going to search for somebody who knows like the engineering of the pop-up that's crazy Yeah. Yeah, that's I think that's a much more niche specialized that is, field that, that we can't yeah. talk to. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> tipping. That's the next thing on the list. <laughs> I love a good tip. You know, they're not they're not required. Uh I feel like more and more people are doing them. Which reminds me, before I get into the tipping thing, um, I will say that one of the things that's going on right now is a lot of artists are giving commission slots to first to the people who are following their Patreons uh, on Patreon.com. So be prepared for that. It kind of reminded me of tipping because there's like coffee and and then Patreon. It's just I, I thought mm-hmm. so. Anyway, yeah, I, I'm following the train of thought. T- tipping, yeah. I don't know if you've ever gotten a tattoo out there, guys, but like I don't know if you if you commission a tattoo artist or an artist in general typically tipping is it's good more and more people are doing it it gives you a more likely yes the next time you need an illustration um it's a great way to secure your bridges with an artist by saying hey i love the work thank you so much for dealing with me i'm so picky here have 200 (laughs) more dollars and then the artist is like wow thanks i'm gonna feed myself Because typically we don't get paid enough as it is, and um, we charge a lot less than we want to. It's a lot like writing, where it's like if you got if you count out what you get paid hourly for writing a book, it is depressing. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I I think I have tried counting my hours in a painting multiple times, and once it gets past like forty hours, I just like stop counting the hours because I'm like I am not gonna charge this person. $2,700 for this illustration. and But that's what the hours add up to. So when you like throw an artist a bone, say, like, here's another 200 bucks. Thanks for your work. The artist is going to be very happy and you will secure their your relationship with them. We are bitter, angry people and, and, and money is good. So that's a great way to, to keep us uh, um, happy. <laughs> yes. We live in a capitalist society and everybody needs to like get food we hungry we hungry yes so we are kind of coming up on time we've got about 10 minutes left so if anybody has any questions in the chat feel free to drop them and we'll try to answer them as best we can and matt uh if you have any big please don'ts i think that's what we're going to cover briefly yes <laughs> yeah any the uh, any other like just please, please don't, don't do this. this to your artists yeah, because uh, I have a couple, and that is, for instance, sending me descriptions of characters that are longer than 110 words. I I don't look <laughs> at them, guys. I literally don't. I'm like, can you please just send me a reference because I'm not reading this. And you would be surprised about how many people are so self-absorbed that they will literally send you a 2,000-word like description of a character do not do this. You're being ridiculous. I do not have time. Oh, if you want me to read it, please uh, send me money. I, I have actually told somebody that once. Uh, <laughs> they sent me like this Word document and they said, this is all the information you need to know. 
And I opened up the Word document and it was probably about 7,000 words. And I emailed them back and I said, I will read this, but you will pay me $35 to do it. And they pay me $35. So I read it. (laughs) 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 So, yeah. We do have a please don't in the chat, which says that it's kind of a please don't best process thing which said that changes are a lot easier to make in the early stages of a commission. If you drastically change your mind, especially near the end, you may be asked to pay some extra fees. Yup. Yeah. I agree. (laughs) I I remember hearing about one of these with you. Oh yeah. No people, you know, they, they get this image in their head and then you're like almost done with the image and they've looked at it. The client has looked at it for too long and then they're like, actually, can we make this wolf's head facing another direction? Uh, like, yeah, if you want to pay me another $250, because that, like, took me a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. But don't do it, please. <laughs> yeah, that's what the that's what the <laughs> whole thumbnailing and early sketch stages are for. There's also a comment that says, there's also the option to ask artists, especially if you like their work and maybe think you couldn't afford a big rate, if they have any work available to license. A lot of time they can write you a licensing agreement giving you permission to using an image they've already made according to agreed upon terms. Um, usually those terms are non-exclusive and sometimes for a limited amount of time or for limited purposes a lot of the time that will be more affordable yep so like that means basically if you're wandering through somebody's gallery and they have like a personal piece that they've done for themselves and they haven't really published it anywhere you can be like hey i love this piece i you know i'd love to use it for my book um would you be willing to accept a licensing fee to allow me to do that and honestly they might yeah. uh, they might say yes. Yeah. And then this last one actually kind of, it also kind of applies to what I do as a graphic designer, which is don't shy away from being honest with your budget. If you're upfront with your budget and you're flexible about exactly what you're getting, sometimes artists can find a more affordable solution that might be simpler than what you had in mind, but it's still very cool and suits your purposes. And yeah, this definitely happens with design where people come up and they'll be like, this is my budget. I'll be like, okay, we can just do a really cool typographical cover, but you're going to get like, pretty much a stock illustration unmodified got a little more budget we can modify it we can do some composites we can do some things like that but you know i i, I can figure out and be like okay i know how fast i work i know what i can do in a certain amount of time like i said i work in-house so i don't set the rates but the people setting the rates do ask me they'll be like what can you do with mm-hmm. this <laughs> how long will it take you what are their yep. options so yeah just tell them like this is the money i've got to spend what what can we work yep with. <laughs> yep, because you'd be surprised. Uh, like, if you go up to somebody and you're like, hey, Darren, I got $300 and I really want you to draw a vampire with a background, but I know that you're going to charge me more for that. But I know you also really like vampires. So something else we can do. And then I will sit and think about how badly I want to draw your vampire and I will figure it <laughs> out um, because we're humans and we can we can do that sort of stuff. So don't be afraid to be honest. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think that's pretty much it. Uh, and, and if you do have more questions, guys, send them to us. And if we get enough, we'll mm-hmm. do another mini episode or something on this to cover it. We're fine with that. Yeah, just send us questions like via email, and we'll yeah. we'll like compile them because I feel like I feel like we are missing a lot, even though I feel like I've spoken a lot. So uh-huh. yeah, just make sure to be honest uh, with us too, and and tell us yes. everything. Yes. Yes. Good. 
<laughs> and I will point out, we do also have on our website uh, a, co a contact form that's really easy to find. It's listed in the header. Um, so you can also contact us that way. But once again, as you said, try to make it make make us make sure we know you're not a bot. <laughs> yes. But anyway, yeah, um, I think that's all I have to say about it for uh, the time being. Mm -hmm. Our next live stream will be January 20th with special guest Chelsea Hensley, literary agent with KT Literary. So exciting. Yay. Our first our, our first, first agent, agent. <laughs> it's gonna be fun yes and you can find everything you need about us on anditswriting.com uh we just reskinned our website and it's easier to navigate now <laughs> there are tags for everything it's great so look us up anywhere you listen to podcasts um you can also follow us on instagram and for now twitter we'll see how long that lasts <laughs> both of those are at and it's writing um, and you'll get episode updates and notifications. So thank you for joining us and we will see you again soon. Bye.